Welcome to MCU Diving Deep. This is the Avengers Deep Dive. So, <laughs> this was a, a big deal for us when this came out. Yeah. The Avengers number one. Or as far as we knew it, just the Avengers. Like, we didn't know there was going to be this whole thing still. Right. Well, I always thought it was, you know, the end of the yeah. whole thing that, that was happening. Yeah. They they may have rebooted it after this for all we knew. You know what? I don't right. think that's true. I think we knew there was an Iron Man 3. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think so either. Um, we, for, the sake of, for the sake of this, though. Yeah. We saw it at the theater after a, what, eight-hour movie marathon? Maybe longer? Yep. Iron Man, yeah. the Hulk... Uh, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man 2, and then this was the Midnight movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember being really jazzed about it, but as, that experience as a whole, I don't remember fondly. I remember... I So, like, the experience itself was... It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Like, everybody there was really excited yeah. to be there and stuff. Um, There was times where there was, like, some... A little bit of burnout. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. Not of, the, not of the movies. I don't. I don't think no, as much no. as like the people. The people. Exactly. Even um, even each other. That was a long. Not you specifically, yeah. but like we were getting a little irritated with. We all know who you're talking about. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, here's what I remember. I remember the smell. That's the first thing that pops yeah. in my head. So by like yeah. midnight, there yeah, was, was some stanking in there. <laughs> but. um Midway through, we we're like, how are we going to get dinner without losing our seats? And so there was like this big, you guys go to dinner, yeah. then we will. And it, it sucked. Yeah. yeah, we all took turns throughout Thor. <laughs> was it Thor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the first thing that we saw of this movie was in Captain America. We saw the stinger for that. Which uh, mm-hmm. You can listen to the deep dive of that. Go back through our, our archives. About six months ago, we did the deep dive for Captain America, but um, that translated like right to this movie. Do you do you feel like I'm not going to ask you this three questions that we ask about all of these? But do you feel like we were surprised by the plot of this movie, or anything like really jumped out at us as surprising? At the time, probably, yeah. Like what? It's hard. Name it. <sighs> Um, I'll say the thing like the the crowd was nuts in this movie. Like this is maybe the movie here. that everybody reacted hugely, bigly to. And right. uh, well, so, uh, so going in going into the theater, like we have uh, to talk more about our experience mm-hmm. of going to the show. Like we, they they had it as kind of a big party type of thing. Yeah, because they gave us a bunch of free shit going in. Yeah. Lanyards uh, and stuff saw, like that. Yeah, we saw the the three D versions. So like, we oh, we got the three D glasses. We did, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, so like everybody was. The, I would say Iron Man was probably the most fun movie because yeah. everybody was like ready for the day. Hell yeah! And then as everybody kind of wore off and the adrenaline, and <laughs> you realize you have you have a long day ahead of you. But uh, people were hyped for this but yeah like we were we were ready (laughs) 
I, I do remember, I was just going to say, like some of the scenes, I, this is the movie I remember not being able to hear everything, but like mm -hmm. uh, the scene where the Hulk punches Thor after they mm -hmm. beat a bunch of aliens and stand there and he punches him anyway, people just went nuts, like laughing as hard as they could. Kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, we knew Loki was going to be the bad guy. It's like Avengers number one kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, I think we were surprised by like. I think we were surprised that they picked the Chitauri as. Yeah, definitely. The aliens. And it's still a weird choice. I mean, it's, if you go back and watch it, it's, it seems obvious to me, maybe not to everybody that it's just a, a stand in for the, the scrolls, which weren't available. Right. Well, I would, and I mean, I, I'm not well as well versed in the ultimate stuff, but isn't, aren't they supposed to be the ult, ultimate version of scrolls basically? Yeah. Like that's what I know about them either. I guess I, I don't remember them in the ultimates, but yeah. I do remember that, they're an army because I don't think Loki and Avengers number one even brought an army with him. So I don't know, whatever in the comic book. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. Cause I actually just read that Did you really? six months ago in preparation. for <laughs> when we were gonna, uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, he doesn't have an army with him. <laughs> they like put him in handcuffs and crap like that. It's just like, ah, <laughs> yep, yep. Loki's back. Yep, and he says, ah, oh, confound it. <laughs> um, where does this movie stack for you now against 25 other 24 other movies? Um top 10. Eh, I I th yeah, probably probably top 10, probably like 10. Really? What about the other Avengers? If we just say there's f what four Avengers? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean um I w I would rank them all high for different things. Like, I, I, w I wouldn't say that it, I, I would definitely say that there's problems <laughs> that I have with, with you them. You don't have to and, say and, that. You just say, just tell me it's no, number no, four. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, be, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be straight up. Um, I mean, which one, positives, which one the, don't you like as much as this one? Infinity War? No, I mean, I, I would say that Ultron, I was a little disappointed in, um, as far as like how awesome the trailer was and being like overhyped and then folks, if you're, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I'm looking at Ryan and he's thinking really hard. He's looking up at the ceiling I, and I am, I am. I put all my notes up there. So, oh, okay. Gotcha. He's... Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, Ultron. Is so the one? yeah. And I think that, um, I think that it has to do with with the the Joss Whedon yeah, writing for sure, and I don't have a I don't have a problem with it like it in itself. But if you watch the other movies that have mm -hmm. come out, that okay, well we we've, we're we're an established thing, and we're taking ourselves a lot yeah, more seriously. Definitely, like the Joss Whedon stuff is comic books for sure, a hundred percent. Like yeah, you you go and you read a comic book, and they're gonna have cheesy dialogue stuff like, like oh, so cheesy. these movies right but i mean i promised to myself to film now it's a little <laughs> going into this i before we started i promised myself i said you're not gonna talk shit about joss whedon the whole time just get it out yeah. and, and be done i <laughs> the I, I, I do want to say that i think that i think 
the Avengers, the first Avengers movie, probably the most comic book movie that's ever probably, been Probably, yeah. Maybe. I mean, The Incredible Hulk literally... Or, Hulk, rather. Eric Bana's Hulk oh. literally had comic book frame. That's true. It did have little <laughs> transition things. But, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Like, my least favorite line, because it's just so cheesy, and that's the thing. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're reading a comic book, you it's it doesn't bother you, but when Iron Man's getting chased by one of those big worms, he says, Jarvis, do you remember the story of Jonah and the Whale? Oh, it's the worst line yeah. in all of the MCU. Yeah. Sir, I don't think Jonah and the Whale is a good story for right now. Oh my God! Uh, I do. I do have to say that the the <laughs> I never thought that I would hear the words "mewling quim" <laughs> ever in my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for that, Joss Whedon. Is that Loki says that? Yeah, yeah. It may, it, in it, out of his mouth, it's it's not as bad. No, it doesn't sound weird. Okay, let's keep the train running. Stanley's cameo is at the end of the movie. Yeah. Um, this is before they really started making him an integral character <laughs> to the movies. But he's uh-huh. playing chess. Uh, chess is hot right now, Eric. It is. It's so hot. You into it? I mean, I was into it earlier. Now now that it's cool, I don't want anything um, to do with it. Fair enough. Fair Queen's, enough. Queen's Gambit business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dudley Dursley and hanging out with uh, did you watch that movie the show I haven't I started watching it and I I didn't continue Dudley's in it that's I, I am aware of that okay that's the best thing about it <laughs> Um, but he says Stanley says superheroes give me a break hilarious mm-hmm. we miss you every day Stan mm-hmm. Um, the stinger since we're going in uh, reverse, reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start at the end. We'll get back to the beginning. So, I got to say, the beginning of the movie is probably my least favorite part. So I'm happy to start at the end. <laughs> um, so the, like, this is the first appearance of Thanos. And he looks nothing like our, our Thanos, played by a different yeah. actor. Yeah. No. And But it was crazy. Like, this is the biggest thing that... Maybe bigger than Sam Jackson and Iron Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody kind of flipped their lids in our showing. Oh yeah, and uh, I want to. We, we knew that it was coming, though, right? I think we did because I was going to say we thought Jeffrey Wright was going to play Thanos because I want to mm-hmm. say he was spotted on set mm-hmm. or something like that. But uh, I remember. Oh, well, and I that. even wrote that down in these notes. So yeah. Um, at this point, too, we've talked about this in numerous other episodes. The Tesseract is still a cosmic cube, which is just like the DC one and just like anything else. But there were no Infinity Stones yet, which yeah. is interesting. Because uh, I mean, in the in the comics, the Infinity Stones were not other things; they weren't Tesseracts and ethers right, they were or whatever. Their own. So crazy. Um, and then the last thing, the other stinger, the shawarma scene, hilarious because it was filmed after the premiere of the Avengers and, uh, Chris Evans was filming Snowpiercer and he had a full beard. So Mm -hmm. if you watch that scene, 
everybody knows this, I'm sure. <laughs> he's got a prosthetic thing over his cheek, and he's he's covering they himself gone, up. They should have gone the Justice League route and just <laughs> just oh god, <laughs> See, yeah, CG it on. For those of you just joining us, we've been discussing the Avengers from 2012. <laughs> um, I got to follow these notes because I wrote all that stuff about Snowpiercer and I was just yeah. riffing right there. <laughs> we got 10 minutes of lost <laughs> gold. Um, so we, we're, we're trying to make a habit of, of talking about the Iron Man suits. This is Mark 7. Um, I don't really think that there's anything notable about it unless you're really paying attention to it visually, but it seems crazy in retrospect that like the thing about this suit was that he could activate it by the, uh, the wristband yeah, and having those, uh, those pieces of armor all chase him down, yeah. uh, yeah. which he develops even further in Iron Man 3, but... Um, also the thing that takes his armor off, which I don't know. Do we ever see that ever again? We never, see, we don't see it come off in Iron Man three or civil war. Uh, uh-uh. I'm not, I don't I think don't we ever see it. Scenes. The only other time that there ever has a scene of him taking the armor off is the first movie when Pepper walks in and he's having yeah. issues. Well then the nano stuff too, but well, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah. Uh, um, that's that was that was a pretty cool scene. I remember that being pretty neat. In in Avengers? In Avengers, oh, yeah. yeah. He lands and he's walking inside. Yeah. Well, this is the first appearance of Stark Tower, which like mm-hmm. it, one thing you have to credit this movie for is all the cool like I can't believe that they let him put all this stuff into the movie. Like the helicarrier, this is the first time. Um mm-hmm. Stark Tower. Um We've had Quinjets though, haven't we? Quinjets are is, mm. are in this movie too, and they make a big deal what? out of it. Uh, I mean, maybe not. Or it it would be Captain America because it's not in Thor or Iron Man. Yeah, I was gonna say like they have they have those planes in Captain America, but they're not necessarily Quinjets. Do do mm, no, because it's not Shield. Yeah. It's probably not. This is probably the first one because they they emphasize it with Black Widow flying it and mm-hmm. arriving um, at the end. Bruce Banner, you know, they do the whole Mighty Ducks thing, which I love. We I talk about the Mighty Ducks uh, group up scene all the time, but um, <laughs> at the beginning, Black Widow goes to get the Incredible Hulk when she joins, and this mm-hmm. is kind of cool because he he talks about how he can't have kids in age of Ultron, but he touches a crib while he's like pacing around the room and says, I don't always get what I want. Um, mm. and I would have never caught that. Some genius rewatched the yeah. movie. You're pointing that out right now. Cause I don't, you never knew it I didn't either. Pay attention to it. No. See, I didn't, this is one thing I couldn't riff off. I'm reading the notes and I have no idea what this is about until I went through it. But, <laughs> um, Thor. Here's some fun little Easter eggs when yeah. Loki and Thor are arguing up on the hill and he's saying, Loki, what the heck have you done? You're coming back to Asgard. Ravens go by 
And I guess that's a thing that Odin does is ravens. That's that's an Odin thing. There we go. Um, Thor's other thing. Every time we see Thor, he smashes his, his face on a window. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to this in Love and Thunder. Yeah. Um, his moment in this movie is when Loki locks him in the in the glass cell mm-hmm. and, and ejects him and he gets his face stuck on the window. As he plummets to Earth. That's my favorite. Like, what a weird thing for them to carry between every movie. <laughs> so great. Yeah. <laughs> um the build up for this movie the i mean they always do like tie-ins in the comics and um i think they usually do like a special run of comics that are like actually canon this yeah, one so. had a com uh a thing called fury's big week and it basically is him going around and doing all the stuff that they don't actually show in the movie so getting iron man ready um, or it, it coincides with all the movies. So the incredible Hulk, we, we were talking about what happens to Sam Stearns after his brain gets all hooky. And I guess they lock him up. Shield has him. So Natasha goes to find him. That's revealed in the comics. Um, shield also has the destroyer from New Mexico. These are things that nobody would ever have known without the comic. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man two, I guess is just considered part of the big week. And then um, Cap being rescued, that, that happens at the same time as Iron Man. So th- I guess the, the point with this comic is all of this stuff is happening concurrently. And then Project Pegasus is the, the thing with the guns, the Hydra guns made out of Tesseract stuff, um, which is kind of ironic uh, because, you know, Iron Man just went to, to Congress and told them that they couldn't have the Iron Man suit. Mm-hmm. And some people have said, well, that was great because Iron Man actually kept Hydra from getting the Iron Man suit because they were Hydra at that point. But Hydra was using the Tesseract to blow all these weapons anyway. So <laughs> kind of hilarious. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. That's right. Tony Stark during that week also made, I mean, th- this is the week of Iron Man 2. So he made his new right. element, which goes missing. Nobody ever speaks of ever again. Um, <laughs> and then the helicarriers are being built. Um, we're just kind of running through all the characters here because I think it'll go quickly after this. But um, this is the first time we see Cap's shield take a hit from Thor's hammer because they mm-hmm. use that move several times, I think, throughout the other movies. Maybe just once. Once in Age of Ultron. Is that it? I'm trying to think. I I can't think of any other times. I don't think they fight together ever again. No, they do well, it in uh, Endgame. Endgame, yeah. So, but he has the hammer. Yeah, he has the shield and the hammer. Yeah, he um, hits his own shield. Black Widow and Hawkeye. Actually, I think this was a really good. Hey, no, 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 you're skipping over something. What are you talking about, Hydra? I don't Hydra know. That's why I skipped over. It. I have no idea what the hell that means. Okay, so skip over it. <laughs> <laughs> People, this was written six months ago. <laughs> Ryan's not going to let me live down anything in this document either. <laughs> um, this is a great Black Widow and Hawkeye movie. And, you know, we just did the, the recap for Black Widow not long ago. But um, at the time, like, it hints at this, like, rich background for Black Widow and Hawkeye. Like, Black Widow's done all this tor- terrible stuff she's got to wipe out of her ledger. Right. And it ends up just all being one 
Black Widow's big week where she goes to Budapest and does a bunch of naughty stuff and yeah, and he doesn't kill her. He doesn't kill her. And man, it ends up being Hawkeye's big week too. Imagine that. <laughs> um but the the Red Ledger thing was pretty good. Like mm-hmm. made me care about Black Widow more than I ever thought I would. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so I have a note here about the cringest scene in the entire MCU. <laughs> yeah. And I put two of them. One of them was Jonah and the Whale. And I don't know if I think this now, but I might have written this while watching the movie. But the mm-hmm. the veteran standing up to Loki and saying, like, I've met men like you before. Yeah. I think the reason it's supposed to be poignant is because they're in Germany yeah. at the time. <laughs> so obviously it's like... A Hitler thing. Yeah. And no no better a person to make that stance than Joss Whedon, an American. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> I, well, okay, so I'm going to say I believe that most of us do agree Hitler was a bad guy. Let's not... <laughs> we're not here to make statements. <laughs> That's, yeah. No, yeah, of course, obviously. We didn't need that's that's maybe why it's cringe. We don't need you to tell us, Joss Whedon, that Hitler was a bad guy. But yeah, I I mean, you think I want to say that I looked this up and that guy's not is he an actor? Didn't we talk about this? I think we talked about it. I don't remember. Well, let's just assume I don't want to Google it. Let's just assume he's a veteran and thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for your service. Um. Maybe, you know, maybe not, because he is in Germany after all, so would they put an American veteran as a, as a bystander? In... Well, he's, he's an expat, he just, he's an American that lives in Germany now. Okay. <laughs> That's what you I don't do. remember him speaking German. He didn't, did he? <laughs> no, no, he spoke English. I know, but none of, I'm just thinking, they're in Germany, and Loki's there, and a veteran, an American veteran... Stands up and says, I've met like people like you exactly well, where you're standing. Yeah. Well, was, so he was, I don't know. <laughs> just a, an American World War II veteran just happened to be standing <laughs> in Germany at that exact moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he looks at the camera and says, wow, my luck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a second. <laughs> yeah, but at the beginning of that scene, <laughs> the camera zooms in on him, and it's got a him talking over it, going, "This is my life." Yeah, total like nineteen fifties cartoon moment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so one thing I never understood about this. And they kind of just gloss over it, I think, in the purpose of the grander scheme of the MCU. But why would Thanos, who's trying to gather all of the Infinity Stones, give Loki another (laughs) Infinity Stone to go get it? And, like, we could say, like, oh, it's worth the risk or whatever. Or maybe he's not even trying to just get the stones. He's trying to just locate them or whatever. But then uh, in the next scene that we see Thanos he says fine I'll do it myself yeah so I don't no know. that's not that's not that scene 
Is that? Oh, we see him in Guardians first, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that one is when he gets the glove and he says he'll do it himself. But yeah, he was he was having everybody else pro- procure the stones to begin with. Yes. Okay. And I mean, if if the stones were really his uh, his goal, maybe Loki shouldn't have dicked around with it and made like a portal for the Chitari. Well, right, but but that's Loki's so, goal. That right? was the whole the whole deal was. Yeah. I'll go get this for you, but you have to give me the power so that I could subjugate the earth. Yeah. Until one American veteran in Germany stands up to me. Plans foiled. <laughs> um, I can't believe that's how that movie ended. <laughs> uh, Captain America gets some cheese. He gets a lot of cheese in this movie. Oh, yeah. My, one of my there's favorite only, lines there's is... There's only one God. Man. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> he doesn't dress like that. <laughs> did you just presume to know what god wears captain america yeah um we already talked about the comics but the uh in the the original avengers comic the lineup was different obviously there's no black widow mm-hmm. or a uh, hawkeye those are far later but captain america was also the person that completed the puzzle but my point is iron man thor and Hulk, for some reason, along with Ant-Man and the Wasp, are the original ones in Captain right, America. So let, me, let me fill you in oh, on why. Blow me away. So, in in the comic, Loki's like, Thor's an asshole. I'm going to go fuck with him, right? Mm-hmm, I'm with you. So then, he's like, oh, nobody likes the Hulk. So let me make him go crazy and start breaking stuff up. All right. And that'll draw Thor... And then I'll fight him on some like land where we don't have powers or something. I, I, it was a while ago that I read it. Yeah. But basically, he he makes the Hulk go crazy, and then all these heroes are like, "Oh, the Hulk's bad guy. We gotta go stop the Hulk again." Mm-hmm. And then they stop him, and they're like, "Oh, it wasn't you. You weren't the bad guy. It was Loki the whole time." Darn it! Loki made you do this thing that you would have done anyway. <laughs> you would have done anyway. Do uh, is I this? Guess, I guess you're on the team now. <laughs> his ant-man and the wasp was this their first oh i my notes say it is the wasp first premiered two weeks before this avengers comic came out interesting but uh ant-man had not struck her at this point and that comes much not later. yet not yet he wasn't he was he was a little bossy i'll tell you that and this is hank pym ant-man this is hank pym yeah hank pym and uh so Michelle Pfeiffer and uh <laughs> and Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Yeah, it was them. Hmm. These are all true stories based on their lives. It's true. It's Michael Douglas. Oh, there you go. I was gonna I was looking for a ghost in the darkness joke, but I couldn't find <laughs> one. I really I I We've talked about this a million times too, but I might still owe you money because I'm pretty sure we bet I made you a bet based on Lego artwork that had come out before the movie that Atlanteans were the uh, bad guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Someday you'll get that 20 bucks. The Atlanteans from space. I think you were were onto something. They might as well have been. Yeah, fair enough. The, The outer space is just a big ocean. Same difference. Can't breathe. 
Georgi Luchkov is the Black Widow KGB enemy at the beginning that says, I not give everything, uh, which is really interesting because I'm not sure why I wrote that, but <laughs> apparently me of the past really thought that was important. Um, I did find out that the German old man is not a veteran. He is played by Kenneth Teeger, who is yeah. a well-known actor. What other movies is Kenneth in? Just take my word for it. <laughs> um, he is... Oh, he's in a lot of stuff. <clears throat> See, when I did this recently, I knew he was important. He's in Lethal Weapon 3. Uh, I love Lethal Weapon 3. Yeah, like he's, a, I, I think, a TV actor. Lethal Weapon 2 as well. Mr. Belvedere, he's got an episode of Mr. Belvedere. Dallas, he's Dr. Gordon in Dallas, actually. He's in a lot of those. Um, yeah, he's he's worth looking up. Do your homework. <laughs> this uh, this is the first time we hear the Avengers theme, which, yeah. you know, in retrospect, you'd have, I would have guessed, without learning this later on, that, that the theme was redone or it's different. Because uh-huh. um, the... After this movie, for phase two, for like three or four movies, the Marvel opening, the Marvel logo that flashes on the screen, gets a new opening, and the music is bomb. Um, but then they go to this other thing. But So this is the first... What was the, what, what was the first movie where Marvel Studios was an actual studio? Is it Disney? Is it... They're all Marvel Studios, aren't they? No, because Marvel wasn't a production company yet. Are you sure? Yeah. I just don't remember if it was this one or... I think it's... We'll have to, we'll have to come back to that, because I think they're all... Google says it's Blade, so... But... Um... This is the first Disney movie, though. This is the first movie after okay. Disney acquired Marvel um, gotcha. and used Disney's resources to make the movie. So, All right. Maybe that's what I meant. Um, where I was going with this, though, is Alan Silvestri, um, who's one of the, the big composers, the big yeah. movie boys. He made this this theme song. Um <laughs> I saw a video years ago that was like kind of ragging on the MCU saying like, oh, uh, goes up to a bunch of people on the street and says, hum the Harry Potter song and hum this and hum that. And then they Mm -hmm. say, hum the Avengers and nobody can do it. I think nowadays after like Endgame and stuff, people are into it (laughs) enough that you probably could, but it's this theme. (laughs) Six minutes of that and then... And then the good part. <laughs> and then you get the good part. Yeah. I I will say that when the when this movie came out and they, they played the little uh musical cue at the beginning, I I it didn't catch me right away. No, for sure. Definitely in the later movies that I was like, Oh no, this is Yeah. This is great. <laughs> and I love the song. Um the the weird thing, like so, Joss Whedon is the director, obviously, and it's this movie is filled with Joss Whedonism, um, and this movie did so well that after this movie, he was hired to be the Lord of the MCU, 
And that kind of mm-hmm. just like went away. Um, but it was like remarkable because DC did the same thing. They, who is it? it was Mark Miller. They're like, oh, we need a Lord Zack of Snyder. our movies. What's that? Zack Snyder. Well, before Zack Snyder, they had Mark Miller. Oh, they had Mark Miller and he did and they, absolutely he did nothing. nothing. Yep. <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. We don't actually like any of your movies. But uh, We just hold him on retainer. Yeah. But we like after this movie, we went into a, a Whedon renaissance. Where, yeah. Like, uh, he, he, was the, he was the Russo brothers before the Russo for brothers. For sure. Well, and it's weird because Salvation Land. I don't think that the Russo brothers get the credit that Whedon did. Like the Russo brothers are great, and everybody knows that. But mm-hmm. I don't think that nobody says like the Russo brothers. But like, well, uh, Whedon had here's a list of all the crazy stuff he did. Doctor Horrible, which I don't know if anybody even remembers Doctor Horrible, but back then it was f- the biggest thing. Because Neil Patrick Harris was on well, fire right then too. Well, yeah, yeah. And uh, Firefly, which I think both of those things had Nathan Phil on. Neil, Neil Patrick Harris in the new uh, new Matrix movie that comes out. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> what is he in that? I I mean he's he I don't know <laughs> he's somebody. That's weird. He's in it. He also just had a Christmas movie that came out on HBO. Oh, that's weird. That's really weird. Um, we just got done since, since, uh, between our last, uh, you know, when we were recording and then we took that, that spans break two months yeah. or whatever within that time frame, the show, the show pick was how I met your mother. So, oh, okay. So you're high on Neil NPH. Uh, yeah. But anyway, back to, back <laughs> to the Avengers. Um, this, I might have the timeline messed up, but, but. Whedon at this point created Civil War, which would later become. I think he must have done that before because we were at, at the borders reading yeah. Civil War. But um, he also created like 2006, wasn't it? It might be. I don't think it was very long before if it was before. <clears throat> but um, and around that time, too, he created Sword, which is um, seems yeah. to be coming soon in the MCU. Um, and also after this movie, pretty quickly after they announced Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was to be produced by Whedon, meaning Midas's touch, you know, it was going to be amazing because Whedon was on it. Um, not that it isn't or not that that's wrong or anything, <clears throat> but it was kind of yeah. just like an indication of like how. Well, I think so. I, if, I, if I remember correctly, like he was he was involved in the first season. Um, and then his his normal like production team, mm-hmm. um, his brother, I think, and yeah. Oh, what's that lady's name? But anyway, they they were on with him, and then when he got a little less hands on, second season or, or the end, towards the end of the first season and stuff, they stayed on. Yeah, it still kind of had it still had that touch of you know all those all those shows are pretty popular that yeah. they, that they do and stuff. But it's also kind of when the show got good. So. When he left, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if that that's true. I, I mean, don't know when it he maybe left, coincidence but... too. There's, I mean, there's it a there's a shade of weed into that show. I mean, you watch Buffy and you watch those other things, and you can tell. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, okay. So the, the first 
the beginning of that show is definitely it yeah. definitely has that like buffy hokiness which i'm not saying is bad necessarily yeah. i don't think it worked for the shield show yeah but as it goes on and gets a lot better it does kind of drop that for sure a little bit like that's still there because it's a sitcom or not a sitcom but like a you know tv show on mm-hmm. basic basic cable abc so um so we're, we we've run through everything here let's go through the cast and we don't have to spend a lot of time on everybody because we I mean, we're giving them weeklies and all this other stuff so Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, um, Mark Ruffalo. This is the first time he shows up, actually. Mm-hmm. I love Mark Ruffalo. I, it'd be hard for me to criticize him for. Yeah. It. it Bruce Banner's weird in this. I think we've talked about this. Bruce I, Banner's weird in all of them. He is, but in, he's more natural in the other movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean. Okay, so devil's advocate here, you got to look at it like, okay, well, he's a guy that's kind of lived in seclusion as much as possible. Yeah. Getting thrown into this, which everybody knows is a very stressful event, and he doesn't do well <laughs> with stressful events. Yeah, no, he, he, I love Mark Ruffalo. He can do no wrong, except for when you were blind and you cheated on... Uh, <laughs> What's her name in that movie? Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> did, he, did he cheat cheat on Julianne Moore? Or yeah, did he, he cheated cheat on her. Julianne no, Moore? he cheated on her. Oh, okay. And he, she watched him too. Can you believe that? Uh, she could see. Wasn't she blind though? No, too? she, she so. wasn't blind. She's the only one who wasn't blind. Blindness, everyone. <laughs> Watch the movie Blindness. <laughs> it's actually a great movie. It's, yeah, it's not bad. Um, Joaquin Phoenix was almost cast. As Bruce Banner. And I I like me some Joaquin Phoenix, but I want to say Bullet Dodged. I think he's Mark Ruffalo's great in this role. I like Joaquin Phoenix too. I don't think Bullet Dodged, but I think Mark yeah, Ruffalo is Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said it like Mark that. Mark Ruffalo I think is kind of a more subdued personality, maybe. Yeah. He's got like a little goofiness too that I think would have been missing with Joaquin Phoenix. I just can't see Joaquin Phoenix being as much fun as Mark Ruffalo. That's fair. Mark Ruffalo is very like supportive of all the, yeah, he's cool as hell, dude. That's that's cool. Yeah. Not that Joaquin Phoenix is, you know, rude to any of the other stuff that goes on, but you know, just. Yeah. Uh, So, so real question, Mark Ruffalo or Ed Norton. Mark Ruffalo. Easy. In any in any other movie. In any movie? Like, like if all, you have any if you have any movie My preference between the two actors is full. And you have family. to cast somebody and you you have Mark Ruffalo and Ed Norton, those are your two options. It really it's gotta depend on the movie because I'm not Ed Norton is like a, a huge dramatic actor, so you can't just walk away from that. But as far as like you're casting, um, you're casting the, <laughs> the bad guy in the remake of The Italian Job, starring Marky Mark Wahlberg. Again, it's a remake, but it's also starring Marky Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Easy. Okay. Well, they 
Wait, is, Ed is Ed Norton in that movie? Yeah, that's what the what. Oh, he is the bad guy, isn't he? Yeah. Mark Ruffalo still. Fair enough. I was thinking it was a... Uh, Just to get Ed Norton out of that cesspool. I was thinking it was Donald Sutherland that was a bad guy, but he's the good guy. He he is... He's, he gets killed at like the beginning of the movie, doesn't he? Yeah. You know what's funny? I was going to... Ed Norton? <laughs> I was... I've been saving up this quote, too. I've been saving up my Donald Sutherland quote for a good opportunity. I don't know when it's going to come up, but I'm going to tell somebody. It's not you I don't trust. It's the devil inside you. <laughs> That's from the Italian job. My favorite uh, my favorite Donald Sutherland quote is... <laughs> <laughs> In that, uh, <laughs> that old movie? Yeah, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that's how far we got off track. We went from Mark Ruffalo and Ed Norton to Italian Job to Donald Sutherland to Screams. The most I do famous love scream. Donald Sutherland, and I wish he would come out of retirement. He could he could play somebody great in the MCU. He's pretty. He's got to be old as hell. Man. He's pretty, pretty old. That was probably a really hard pop on that, <laughs> but yeah, he's pretty old. Um. Kobe Smolders, we skip over Sam Jackson. We've got we've said a lot about him. Kobe Smolders, this is her first time as Maria Hill, and I think she's a perfect cast. Um, I do too. I'd like to see some more dramatic acting from her because she just kind of gets one liners and stuff like that. Yeah. In yeah. the comics, Maria Hill is a huge piece of work. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of goes for all of this. All of the shield people, yeah, like higher up people, but that's but, true. Yeah, um, but she supersedes uh, Nick Fury at some point, and I'm, I hope to see that. I mean, maybe we will with Secret Invasion mm -hmm. coming up, and well, maybe if Sam if, Jackson uh, being one hundred, maybe she'll take over. <laughs> well, if they go the route with um, you know Fury being with Sword or something, maybe she's running Shield, yeah, full time type of stuff. Um. Clark Clark Gregg, um, beautiful rip, man. Rip you, R.I.P. You. We uh, love he, you. He dies in this, and we still. I want to say I saw this week that uh, uh, Agents of Shield was determined to be canon, but we. I don't really feel like that's official yet. So, this may yeah. be our official last viewing of Clark Gregg. Oh, he's in <laughs> Captain Marvel, but that's he's that's in a Captain prequel. Marvel. It's a prequel, though. With a beautiful head what? of hair in Captain Marvel. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> um, I, I so like this was this was devastating. I I loved Coulson. Mm -hmm. I still love Coulson. Clark Gregg, man can't do wrong. Yeah. What show was he on? What sitcom? Uh, it was called Agents of Shield. No, the the other. What show did he come from? Because he was on a sitcom. It was like, I want to say it was the Nanny, but it's some other. Um, let's, let's find out. Here's he my... was married. He was married to Jennifer Grey. They just got divorced. Though. I don't know who that is. He was on Sports Night. You ever watch Sports Night? No. I hear it's good. I used, I used oh, to watch yeah. Sports Night. The one where the they talk the crazy fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Even, I don't. I don't remember that show ever being on like during normal times. Yeah. In the middle I of the night. Remember, though. I remember being a kid in the middle of the night and watching it. 
Um, here's my favorite thing about Coulson is he in uh, Avengers, Pepper mentions he's dating a cellist. In uh, Agents of Shield, Amy Acker, who is the, the the chick who plays Fred on Angel, Fred is a guest star because Whedonists just come and go on on that show, but she plays Clark Gregg's girlfriend or ex girlfriend, and she's a cellist. Pretty cool. It all ties together. This is the first time we see Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye, and he was kind of a little tissy about it afterwards because he said, I just still, and, and to be fair, he's right. I didn't get to play the character that I signed on to play because he was mind-controlled the whole time. But he does do that really cool scene where he grappling hook arrows and then jumps off the building. Yeah, the which, scene at the beginning of Hawkeye. That's what I was going to say. It's in, yeah. <laughs> it's in Kate Bishop. So nice they did it twice. Yeah. Well, when you got a, you got a single good moment for Hawkeye, you have to really <laughs> squeeze the true. juice. That's true. Um, so I, I I want to touch on one thing. She mentions in the show, Kate Bishop does, about him not having a costume. Mm-hmm. But he definitely has a costume in the first two Avengers movies. It's not like comic accurate costumes, yeah. but like he's got the... <laughs> Which in the in Age of Ultron is definitely more costumey, where he's got like the tunic, yeah, like an archer thing. outfit. Yeah, yeah we but. should come back to this on the Hawkeye like recap when it's over, because there's, I I agree, there's an argument to be made there. Also, the whole plot of this show is talking about him with costumes and branding. While they're literally trying to track down a costume. (laughs) No, that's true. Yeah. So, um, okay, we we only got a couple minutes left. Yeah. So true. Let's uh, hit the cool ones. Okay. Powers Booth. I think he died, didn't he? Powers Booth die. I don't know. In real life. He is one of the world security council members in this movie which is a really cool concept like we have never seen i guess we've only seen nick fury twice prior to this but we we see him reporting the world security council which kind of gives you an an idea of where shield actually falls in jurisdiction and stuff like that Mm -hmm. um but powers booth ends up being a hydra agent in shield um in the tv show and you know, is a big villain and is in multiple seasons and his son's a bad guy and blah, blah, blah. So really mm-hmm. cool continuity. Watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it's a pretty good show. Um, this is the first time that we see the other. Yeah. Um, and it's Isn't the, it also the last time we see the other? No, we see him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Doesn't he die? In, no, he dies in Guardians of the Galaxy. Did we see him before that? No. It's just no, this just and that. Listen this and that yeah he's played by alex denisov who you can look up to is also a joss whedon staple is in all of joss whedon's movies so mm-hmm. um Great. lastly allison hannigan also a joss whedon is she in this she's not in this now but yeah um harry dean stanton a favorite of mine yeah he uh he, you've seen him in a million things. He's the security guard who finds the Hulk. He's also in Breaking Bad. He's the junkyard guy in Breaking Bad. Um, he is uh, Carl, Crazy Carl from Billy Madison. 
<laughs> who, here's a great story. I know we're closing up, but this is a great story. He says he hates Adam Sandler because he would do that little laugh. You know the laugh from Billy Madison where he's, Billy Madison's like, do that <laughs> laugh. Yeah. So he did that and and Adam Sandler heard him do it and he's like, hey, you got to do this. And uh, and Harry Dean Stanton's like, I don't want it to be in the movie. And Adam Sandler says, it's not going to be in the movie. Don't worry. And he does it and they put it in the movie anyway. And so he's like, F that guy. Why Why didn't he want it in the movie? I don't know. Maybe that's like a special thing or maybe it's just he thinks he was portrayed weird or something, but I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. I love Crazy Carl, but uh, and that was great for his career, honestly. But <laughs> I also, I, I, I got to tell you, <laughs> he's, he, he's not in that movie. He's not in Billy Madison. <laughs> what? Is that the wrong guy? Yeah, that's Larry Hankin. Larry Hankin, no. Well, there's a great story that I just told <laughs> you about Larry Hankin. He's a different man, but that's okay. Harry Dean Stanton. What are, <laughs> maybe, what are you... Harry, maybe Harry Dean Stanton does hate Adam Sandler for putting in the laugh in that movie. You know what's great about this this Diving Deep is that after this is over, we're going to do the homework for Iron Man 3, and we're going to do the Diving Deep quickly after that so that there won't so be so know, many errors. We know our stuff. So yeah. we'll, we'll know exactly what we're talking about here. Um, Ashley Johnson, oh, is in this movie twice, right? The waitress, like mm-hmm. you see, see New York getting thrashed, and then you see her at the end. I think she were she's the one that names them or something like that. The Avengers, they, yeah, when they're doing like the interviews at the end, yeah, she shows up. Um, she is in Teen Titans. Who's she in Teen Titans? Probably like Tara, I bet. Um, but I did try she's and watch. Been, uh... She's in the Last of Us video game. Yeah. Girl, video game people. Yeah, because she's on the Critical Role, the D&D show, with the other lady who's also in uh, The Last of Us. Um, but she's also in that uh, show, Blind Spot. Have you seen that yet? With Jamie Alexander, who plays Sif? Oh, I missed it. You missed it. The whole thing. <laughs> I missed the whole thing. <laughs> I've been real busy this week. I tried watching it on Hulu. It's a yeah. tough watch. It is a tough watch. Yeah, it just it doesn't it doesn't look. Yeah, you're right. She is Tara, by the way. I knew it. Um, oh, and last last person on here, honorable honorable mention, Enver Yokaj. Yokaj. Um, he plays the police officer that Captain America says do this, do this. And then the guy's like, all right, we got to help the Avengers. Everybody, I need people down there. Blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. then they bring him back for agents of shield the last season when they go back in time. Mm-hmm. But I think he's meant to play like his dad or something like that. Cause I don't know. Well, no, cause he's also in, um, agent Carter. Is he really? Yeah. Sousa is an agent mm-hmm. Carter. Yeah. So he's the same character there, but he's the same character there and on shield, but not I don't as far as I know I don't think he's related to his other really his other counterpart we can dream we can dream we can dream all right um this was a little disjointed but we had a good time we had a great time and it's done and we can start phase two 
did did you did you like the Avengers? We we started talking about this. We never yeah. actually touched it. I do. It does not hold up, in my opinion. Like if, if mm-hmm. of the Avengers movies, it's my least favorite, and I'd call it maybe a mid tier movie. Like I have such nostalgia for it that it's right. I don't know. I'll I'll never have another Marvel ex- experience like that. So it's, that's really special yeah. to me. But I think the the only reason that I would even rate it so high as I as I would is because of what it did like being the first yeah the first Avengers movie having all of these different characters all these huge huge names and stuff like that all in a movie where everybody has everybody has good screen time and and prominent storylines nobody really yeah. feels left out even Hawkeye who up to this point was relegated to sitting up in a in yeah. a fucking thing <laughs> like in his bird nest or whatever they call it yeah right (laughs) yeah it's like this is the biggest i don't know maybe the biggest thing that's ever happened in movies at this point like there's there's never been movies that all led to another movie like this except for maybe i don't know like alex cross or i don't know something like that but then this doesn't happen again until avengers endgame like there everything else is episodic avenger age of ultron is is not a bigger team up infinity war yeah. there's a case for it but it's really not a team up movie so it's well, yeah. just crazy like age of ultron it's it's the, still the main it's all the same people in this movie and then all the new people show up at the end or yeah are bad guys and suddenly no never mind we're good guys i like that movie too but it's just like it's like watching episode 2 of the avengers yeah. which is cool yeah but we'll get to that in about three years, we'll get to Next that year. one. Well, you know, this is we've been doing this for just over a year. Mm. So to get to Avengers is, I think we're one we're year, right? Doing well. Yeah, we do one and year per phase. We took a two month break, so it's a lot of work talking about Marvel movies. So we need time to to rest. Mm-hmm. True. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. It's a long one, but uh, we appreciate it, and we're glad that you're still here after one year. Um, yeah. Looking forward to talking to you semi-weekly, bi-weekly, some kind of cadence, and then we will be doing the Iron Man 3 deep dive, which I'm personally excited for. I actually really like that movie, so uh, yeah, me too. it'll be fun to go back and watch it again. Gets a lot of hate for no reason. Yeah, back off. We we probably have a another quick one coming up with uh, Spider Man review, don't you think? Yeah, we'll have Spider Man recap. We'll have Hawkeye recap within the next two weeks. Um, I don't think Hawkeye will be over by then. But is it six six episodes. It is. Oh, so yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. So you'll have a Spider Man and a Hawkeye recap within the next two weeks. Look at that. All right. Well, thank you guys. Um, Interact with us on Twitter, MCU Diving Deep, with an ampersand before it. And uh, (laughs) please leave us reviews. I don't think we've gotten a single review on Apple Podcasts. If you're listening to Apple Podcasts. No, we have nine. We have nine. We do? we got to read those. Let's go back and read them next time. Well, okay. So we have two that are readable. Like, there's stuff. But we've had other people that were nice enough 
to at least click a that's great number of stars for us well thank you all nine mm-hmm. of you thank you so much and absolutely you can do the same thing on spotify but uh we'll read let's read those two comments next time and thank those people unless they're bad let's not do that we will <laughs> ryan <laughs> and eric are douchebags and we'll <laughs> five stars okay all right thanks everybody have a good rest of your your week see you on the flippity flip we love you Goodbye.